0: Welcome to the Right Way Christian Center podcast. Here at Right Way, we exist so that people may know God personally, grow in God relentlessly, and show God compassionately. We hope that you grow because of this message today. Amen. All right, lift that Bible. I'm hold vice up in the air and say this with me: This is my Bible. I believe the words in it. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. I believe there's power in the Word of God. I'm about to receive the seed of the Word of God and the devil cannot steal will not steal my seed but I will prosper from what I received today and from this moment forward I'll never be the same. The Word of God is the answer. The answer is in the Word. Amen. Amen. You know don't be like, don't be like those who first followed Jesus. They had him first but got him last because they were too common with who they were around. September 30th is gonna be a very important night for us. Just like you can go to places and, and, and there is a, and and men and women of God have the anointing to release things over people's lives There's an anointing on me to release prosperity in your life. I should be real afraid to say that, but there's an anointing on my life to release prosperity in your life, to get you to the place that you need to be at. The Bible says, and Moses blessed the people. That's what the books say. Paul was anointed. Paul, Paul, Peter was anointed with uh, Paul was anointed, uh, so anointed with healing that he said you could just take a piece of my clothing and take this and lay it on the person and and and, and what's on me, it'll, it'll stand the cloth long enough to get to the person. Now we've got a little foolish with that and everybody trying to do it themselves, but I ain't no knowing on me to, to, to give you no piece of cloth and go let the cloth do it. You have to be specifically anointed for that. So that's why some of you got green cloths and little red, you know, little red, little, little stuff folk and get y'all off. Keep this in your, you know, put this under your sheet oh. And some of that stuff, you know. Because the person was just trying to follow a pattern that they want anointed to be in. When they probably just should have touched and agreed with you and not try to hand something that don't have nothing on it. I remember one time a long time ago, Pastor gave me that. I, you know, I was having faith before I became knowledgeable. You know, you need to keep this in your wallet, you know, and you're going to be blessed. And uh, it, he, he messed around, and it was a sweat cloth and had cut that thing out. And I cut that, you know, he gave me a little piece of it. I was like, well, praise the Lord. He preaching like that. It must be. So I put that thing in my, in, when I used to carry a wallet, I put that thing in my wallet, and some started smelling. I was like, man, I, I know I, I'm, I'm a cologne brother. You get what I'm saying? I know I smell. What is going on? You know, I just couldn't get away from it. Right. So I just really went and started doing a deeper examination and mess around and pick my wallet. Oh, that's coming out of my wallet. And I messed around the guy down in there with that piece of that sweat cloth. Man, that thing had messed around. It wasn't bless my wallet. It was smelling my wallet up. I say, then why ain't no money landing in my wallet? It's going to be smelling. I got that mess up out of my wallet just as quick. You better know what a, what a person is anointed for. Praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, man, that's an anointing on my life to release a financial deposit in your life glory to God praise the Lord so you want to be here for that all right so we're closing out a lesson today uh, that we started some six weeks ago called boot camp faith come on say boot camp faith and and we named it boot camp faith because in boot camp what they do they take you through the basics it's a it's a military training camp for new recruits it's a short intensive rigorous course of training and so that's what we've been doing for the past six weeks we've been going over this teaching of getting inside of us the basics of faith what I believe to be the single most important message to the believer because we walk by faith we live by faith without faith it's impossible to please God we're saved by faith it is the word of faith which we preach and so, we we got a lot of new people, a lot of, a lot of new faces at Right Way. We're going over to the next level. And since we're about to cross over this Jordan to the next place, we want to make sure we got the basics on the inside of us. Amen. Because we'll be running new plays over there, new strategies over there, doing bigger things. But we got to, watch this, those things are built from the basics. Every play, every play. Every play, no matter what sport it is, every play is built from the basic first. We got to have so many men on the line, right? We got to have those wide receivers in place. And if anybody is out of place, that's an encroachment to the bases, and you can can be filed. You can get a penalty, and we're being penalized as believers because we don't start with the basics first. We don't have the basics on the inside of us. Today is going to be good. I need you to lend me both sets of your ears. You have natural ears, and you have spiritual ears, and I need both of them. As a matter of fact, I need both sets of your eyes. You have natural eyes, spiritual eyes, and for some of us, you got extra eyes, and we need all of those eyes and all of those ears today. Is that okay? We We got another set, right? We got six, so... Part one, we talked about the object of our faith. Part two, we talked about the power of our faith. Part three, we talked about the foundation of our faith. And part four, we talked about the process of our faith. And on last week, we talked about uh, the vision of our faith, and that, w- that dealt with us seeing the invisible. Dealt with us seeing the invisible. Today, we're going to close it out by talking about the perspective of our faith. Come on, say the perspective of our faith. And, and we're using this as a title, It Is finished. Come on, say it is finished. We're going to be dealing with the finished works of Christ on today. How faith, how faith, the perspective of faith is from the finished works of Christ. I am convinced that we do not have a firm foundational understanding of the cross. That we only know he died and that he went down for three days and that he got up. And we only know it from the perspective of getting us to heaven, but we don't understand the reclaiming portion of the cross on how it has reconciled us and that reconciliation was getting us back to Adam's level before he fell but higher because Adam was not a son of God. You and I are sons of God. Oh, praise the Lord. Okay, let's move, let's move. Numbers chapter 13, we're going to look at verse 1 through 2 in the New Living Translation. Two foundational texts this morning. And then Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. And we will uh, uh, be both examining those two verses of Scripture from the New Living Translation. And so if you don't have that ability, we're going to put it on the screen there so you can see it. Uh, Numbers chapter 13. Numbers chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. Uh, In the New Living Translation, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan. So Canaan was the promise to the people of God. Say, Canaan was the promise. Now, these next three words are going to be very important because we're talking about it is finished. We're talking about the perspective of faith. Come on, say the perspective of faith. Faith perspective says it is finished. Say that faith's perspective says or identifies it as being finished. That is so good. Come on, say that again. Faith's perspective identifies and sees it as being finished. Say it is finished. Now look at these next three words, these next three words. I want to read it again. Send out men that they may search the land of Canaan. Look at this. Which I give. unto the children of Israel, every tribe of their fathers, shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. So notice the scripture says he's going to give it. The land I am giving. The land I am giving. That's the New Living Translation. Yes. The land I am giving. So who was giving the land? God was giving the land. That's a promise to the people of God that God was giving the land. You got it? Now go to Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. This is 40 years later. Woo! Come on, say 40 years later. later. Now, this 40 years later is not because it was God's time now, this 40 years later is because they're behind time. Come on, say they behind they're behind time. If you get an opportunity, I want just a little, little quick thing. If you get an opportunity, I want you to go to my my Facebook page. And I did a a live yesterday morning. I was coming from a funeral. I was I, the, my times got mixed up, so I had to come to church and wait to go to. And as I'm headed back, I'm just ruminating, thinking in my mind. And the Lord just began to speak to me. We we began to have us a little a little ride together. And He was talking to me about. I'm a teacher, so words mess me up, like the misuse of words. I used to get real mad. Matter of fact, I would turn a preacher off if he said something that I knew wasn't Bible. And then the Lord had to correct me and say, okay, take your own advice and learn how to eat the meat and spit out the fat because everything they're saying is not wrong. But one thing I learned is we, we as people, we, we don't care anything about language. We don't understand the importance of language right? Especially normally in our English dynamics, right? Because we cool with broken English. We cool with using stuff. Like we say, you so stupid. We don't mean you stupid. So we cool with using words out of their proper vernacular, right? We're, we're used to that. Oh God, did y'all catch that? We're used to it. We've been trained that even if it's used correctly, if even if we speak correctly, we are being accused of trying to be somebody else. God, I oh I hope y'all get this. So, almost to the fact that if you're right you're wrong but if you're wrong you're right because why you talking like that we don't talk like that it's just correct English it's not proper English it's correct English and so we're so accustomed to that that even when it comes to the Word of God we don't mind it being broken it's okay if it's broken, well, if I'm using broken language, wouldn't I get a broken outcome? Yeah. 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 Right. And if I said something and you break, what, break up what I say, aren't you misrepresenting what I said? Yeah. And by misrepresenting what I said, by breaking up what I said, I don't have a right to back what you said because what you said is not what I said. But you chose to break it up or communicate it broken, wanting the brokenness to mean what I said? Are you listening to me? So the Lord was dealing with me. I got to get through this real quick because I got to get all this in today. Was dealing with me. And he said, that's this little statement that, that people are making and they don't understand how it is keeping them in degeneration and not regeneration. See, we 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 have we if Genesis there th- right there from Genesis chapter one two and three we got three dispensations that happen all at the same time. We got creation, right? Then we run into degeneration, Adam sin. But at the same time, God provided a ram so that there could be regeneration, so that man could get back to creation. And so this system kept repeating itself. We call it outer court, inner court. Holy of Holies, but it's really that system of creation, degeneration, regeneration, right? So out of court, okay, you're, you're, you're degenerate, so you need to do this so you can get in so that you can be the creation, holy of holy that I called you to be. But because the blood wouldn't last long, they came degenerate again, and they had to do that system all over again. So, so Christ say, I'm going to come, and I'm going to wipe that system out. And the only way now that you will be degenerate, if you recreate, you will recreate the moment not me because I'm gonna save you from the moment but but you can recreate the moment in your life if you want you can recreate degeneration if you want to and so here's and we do that through not saying the right things wanting it to mean what he said but it not being what he said that's why he said remind me of my words not your statements Remind me of your words, not your I thinks, but of your word, of his word. But we don't get in the word enough to know what he said. And we don't commit his word to memory, so we're stuck with what we think. And we, we've been saying, and I know, don't judge me. Y'all know it. God's still working on me. What you're really telling people is I'm satisfied with where I am. And I'm really not trying to grow. And the thought is, is that when God is ready to take me from here, he will. The other thought is, don't judge with me, don't correct me. Because when it comes to your physical acts as your brother and sister in Christ, I'm supposed to judge that. I'm supposed to tell you that's wrong. See y'all don't understand the scripture. When the Bible says you can't judge a person, it's not talking about actions, it's talking about eternity. I can't judge a person in their eternity because I don't know if they claim Christ. But if I'm your brother's keeper, I'm supposed to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. And what you're saying is don't give me any accountability. know I'm going down a dead end street let me go God is still working on me but what if you don't come out of it all sad stories don't have happy endings and so we talk ourselves uh, okay okay so we got to be careful with these words we got to be careful with these statements that we're making because we're recreating degeneration in our lives, and then what we're doing, we're our actions, if we don't get out of them in time, we cause them to be repeated in the cycles of life. In other words, we're sowing it again into the next generation because we won't grow up. That, that statement keeps you from growing up. You can miss your moment. Do you know you can miss the time for you to do something? Now, will it still be done? Does God redeem the time? Yeah, but let me help you a little bit. You can miss your opportunity. You can miss your opportunity for that thing to have its fullest outcome because you didn't do it in time. Because you felt like God was still working on you rather than you working on you to become the person that you needed to be. And you miss it. Now, will it still happen? Yeah, it's still gonna happen because God's word can't return void, but you will not see the fullness of what it could have been because you were so slow in moving, you missed the people. You missed the people that God had already assigned to you to do it. You missed the time frame, so you missed the favor. That was available for it to be done. You you missed the acceleration in that moment. You missed all of that. Now you're doing it now, and thank God I obeyed you, but look at everything that you left. Look at everything that you missed out on. You'll still make the song. You'll still write the album. But it'll never see the level that it could have seen because you're so slow you don't want to grow up. Cause we put everything on God. Paul told that church. Uh, 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 Luke told that church in Hebrews. He said that was a. He said by now you ought to be on meat. You ought to be on the meat of the word. You too old now to still be acting like a child celebrating 40, 46th birthday, but still 13. He said, you know, he said, you ought to be on meat by now. You ought to be able to teach other people, but you, 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 you need to be taught again yourself. You ought to be past this moment right now, but you don't judge me, God's still working on me. Well, when he going to finish, when, he, when the work going to finish? The man missed being a man. He miss his wife. You miss your husband. Because don't judge me. God's still working on me. God don't work on you in and out of all them relationships. He don't work on you in and out of all them bedrooms. I'm finding me. You got, you got, it's a small space of time that you need to ball out and find you. After that, you should be found by now. You got four years of college to do everything you need to do. Greek. All that type of stuff. After that, it's time for you to grow up. And you still around here 50 years old. You know you... You you know, you ought to be... And I don't... Listen, let me tell you. I I don't mean no harm. Don't roll up on me because you should... You ought to be... Come on! Listen, I'm I'm a Rattler Nation. I'm a Rattler Nation. I love my Rattler Nation. I'm 51 years old. I got some of my schoolmates still act like they... We in 1989. We ain't there no more. I got a wife and four kids and a grandson and I'm a fur parent. I ain't got time for that. We gonna have some memory, but I ain't trying to live that no more. I ain't that same little dude no more. You take me back to that, I'm supposed to lose everything I got because he was a fool. He wasn't thinking. He was thinking with the wrong part of his life. And that's like some of you, you're thinking with the wrong part of your life because you don't grow up. And then you don't judge me, God's still working on me. That's a work you got to do. God works with you. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, grow up. You don't need a prophet to tell you that. Grow up. You 40 years old, you ought not be acting like you're a 20 some year old man. You ain't going to get back there no more, brother. Stuff Start slowing down. Exercise. Help it out. Eat right. Help it out. Don't be be, trying to reclaim. You ain't got no time to be reclaiming. Not with that. Not with that. You missed it. Thank you for that. I want to get off of it because I want to get the rest of my message in. But I'm telling you, man, we got grown children. You want to be treated like a woman, act like one. Be one. You want to, you want to. See, there's a difference between a female and a woman. There's a difference between a male and a man. So some of us are just grown males, we're not men. Because Paul said, When I was a child, I thought as a child, I spake as a child. But when I became a man, weren't you born a man? No, I was born a male. I had to become a man. So if it's true on the male side, it's also true on the woman's side. You don't have time to be trying to be the baddest bee. You shouldn't want to be a dog. You shouldn't want to be the baddest dog. And then wonder why every man treats you like you a dog because you say you a bad bee. That's, what a bee. that's the French word for dog. He made you a little lower than him. He created you in his image and in his likeness. He didn't create you from an animal. So you shouldn't be drawing your likeness from an animal. All right, Joshua. <laughs> this 40 years later. You had to do a little correcting sometime too. 40 years later, look back at somebody again and tell them to grow up. <laughs> so they'll be mad at you leaving out of church and not me, because I didn't, I ain't the only one that said it. <laughs> grow up. We got to grow up in our community too. Yeah, yeah. Ask us to put a sidewalk in our community. Ask us to do something about our streets. Yeah. Call out a community cleanup. You'll blame it on the city. Yeah. The city need to do it in the place you live in. But 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 say we throwing a party, say we having a celebration, we buy the liquor store out. We go get all the regalia, we go get shirts made, we put our colors on, we take off work, we take out of our savings, everything to party, but when it comes to uplifting our community, we ask other people to do it, and then turn around and blame the white man for the condition of the community. We pack our uh, fairgrounds, we pack it out. Ain't enough room up in there. We sweat, we don't care. We don't care, we sweat, we don't care out oh, that that nice that that all that's messed up, we don't care. Come to church and let it just be a little bit hot. No, you got to go to work the next morning. You don't care. I need to leave. They play, oh god, I can't go, that's my son. I, go. I can't go, we can't leave, girl. We can't leave, girl. The whole time you in church, you say you on your phone, but you looking at the time. Figuring out when God going to let you go. Oh, I know I'm telling the truth. I don't need no amens with that. I know I'm telling the truth. We have learned how to party and we'll grow broke doing it. We'll take longs to go on vacation, but let's clean our community up so our house value will go up. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. And then complain because they want to redline us out. Because they don't want the value in it because it don't add no value. It take value away because we don't want to add no value to us ourselves. We want everything else to add value to us while we spend our most valuable asset. And you got the nerd to say the church taking all the money. Throw a party and you'll see, you'll see where all the money going. is taking all the money. Sirach taking all the money. Jack Daniels is taking all the money. Louis Vuitton is taking all the money. Gucci is taking all the Warrens is taking all the money. Am I right about it? (laughs) Now watch this now. God gave Israel the title deeds. God gave Israel the title deeds to Canaan. Come on, say the title deeds. He gave them the title deeds in Numbers chapter 13. He said the land is yours. Don't matter who's in it, the land is yours. Now look at Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. I have a little fuss moment with y'all, man. I'm trying to shake. I got right. We're supposed to be a different breed of people. I can't talk about what other churches are doing. I don't even care about what other churches are doing. I care about the assignment that's on this church. We're supposed to be a different breed of people. I've been telling everybody since when we was in the gym, when we was in the front of that school system, in the hallway, I was telling people God has called us to be uh, a church full of rich people doing rich things for the kingdom of God. And that don't always require everybody to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a millionaire to do rich things. That word just means to be abundantly supplied. Amen. You don't even have to have the numbers to live like you got them. I've been saying that for, I've been saying that for almost, we almost 16 years old. I've been saying it and saying, and it's like, it's like you can't see it, and you can't see it because you're not hearing the prophet. You're not allowing your eyes to come open to this kingdom agenda that God's had is on your life, and that you're supposed to be different. There's supposed to be something different about you, and if you don't, if you don't, if you don't be careful, you'll listen to stuff, and it will keep you suppressed to the societal norms, and you're supposed to be above. You're supposed to be above only, not beneath. Let me lay this on y'all. I, 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 I got another. I'll do another Sunday with this as the Lord lead. Why well, am I going to be another Sunday? Because I, if I get, I'm, let me say this. <clears throat> you're supposed to be above only, and you're not supposed to be beneath. You're supposed to be the head and not the tail. Now, let me tell you something. Stop these conversations. God is, Jesus is not on his way back. He's not on his way back. We're missing it. We're looking at all these natural signs, and we're still missing it. We're still missing it. And he said, well, I'll just let them, be, just let them fumble over that all. You know, everything is lining up perfectly. No, it's not. You're looking at the wrong thing. The lineup is not what's happening out there. The lineup is what happens in here. The lineup is not, happen- it's not with what happens with the world's kingdom. The lineup is what happens with his kingdom. How we keep looking at the world, predicting when the king of the kingdom comes. And and some of our deepest folk that you love to sow into and listen to are missing it. Let me tell you something. I learned when Jesus would come back from a cartoon, from a cartoon, watching a cartoon with my son one day, looking at the cartoon and, and the king. Was on his way back to the castle, and he sent one of his servants ahead. And the servant went to this hilltop and looked over the top of the hilltop, and he looked back at the at the at the uh, castle. And then he turned around and went back down to the hill and told the king, "It's safe to go home." And and I heard I heard Holy Spirit say, "That's how that's how Jesus is coming." I'm like what? I got to go back and look at that because I must have missed something. Well, the servant goes to the mountaintop. He looks across the top of the horizon at the, at the top of the castle, and he sees flags. Well, I'm in the military by now, so I, 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 I mean, I went back to my military days, and I know everything about flags. Flags are not just put on the ship to make the ship look pretty. Flags are language flags of language. Flags of language on the ship, right? Right flag lets us know that we're not in wartime. That's the that's the first flag you want to look at because it tells you what condition the ship is in. The second thing is, is the ship's safety of the ship being taken over? What's going on? It's a caution flag. The third, and all these flags are saying language. So sometimes every hour, it's a flag out there that's taking flags down and ta- in other words, he's communicating to the other flags. So you got a guy that's on the bow of the ship and he looks over at this ship and looks at the flag and say, they good. He looks over that flag and say, he looks at that flag and say, whoa, something going on over there. We need to go see about it or don't go. It lets us know that if a submarine is up under us and we need to be careful between me, one flag can say, hey there's an enemy between us, watch out for it. And the submarine don't even know we are talking to each other and we don't say it over intercom because they can pick it up but they don't know what our flags are saying. Because we got a language between ourselves that they don't get. And so what what was the servant looking at when he went to the top of the mountain and looked looked at the castle? He was reading the flags because he wasn't close enough to hear their voice. But if I look at the flags, the flags will tell me how home is doing. And the flags tell me that it's safe to bring the king through the valley because nothing is going on. And the king will make it back to his home safely. Watch this, because a king never comes home during wartime. We can't allow the king to be killed. We can't protect him in the valley. We protect him behind the walls. So leave him where he is until it's safe. Well, why every time we see war, do we say Jesus is coming? He's not coming doing war? The king don't come back home doing war, Leonard? Why we keep saying that. Oh Jesus about to come. Here's what the Bible says. I'll give you a more clear sign. The Bible says that when they shall say peace and safety then the end will come. It did not say when well, we shall see war. It says peace and safety. The Bible says the church goes out the head, not the tail. We still at the tail. So how he gonna come when the church still at the bottom? We go out on top, baby. The only way they're supposed to know we go. Listen, if we go out on the bottom, don't nobody miss us. <laughs> they say we glad they're gone. But if we go out on the top, they want to know, oh, my God, we missed him. Oh, Jesus, we missed him. We should have been at the top two because they, they see us departing. You don't miss nobody at the bottom. Stop saying that. You're in such a hurry to get to heaven. In other words, you're ready to die early. Stop saying that. You have an assignment to accomplish here on the earth. And stop letting people put all this fear. As a matter of fact, if you say, why you fear him coming anyway? Oh, this good. If you need Christ, come on, I may need to save you right now. Because if you say, why are you scared of your king coming back to get you? So the rapture should not be anything that the believer fears. But as soon as we hear the church start getting scared. Like, we his bride. He's not coming back to beat the bride. He's coming back to get his bride. So what you afraid of? Wrong focus. Church got the wrong focus. People still dying to go to hell. People still need help. People still on the streets. Buildings or uh, schools still need to be built. Christian counseling centers still need. We got all this stuff, all this stuff we've been assigned to do, and and our focus is off. Many of our leaders got the whole church focused on the wrong thing. As if if we start building, we're not going to finish because Jesus may come back. Okay, so if he do? (laughs) So if he do, does that mean we don't build because we think he may come back in the middle of building? Forty years later, I'm I'm going to, all this fits right in my message, man. 40, listen, they were supposed to be in Canaan 40 years ago. They got the title deeds to Canaan. It's theirs. They don't walk into it until 40 years later. How do these folks keep on repeating this same thing? Because, man, they was in that wilderness. (laughs) You would think, like, 40 years in the wilderness should have taught them something. Well, you think you get it by now? Well, let me say it another way. Wouldn't you think, if you had have been there, wouldn't you have gotten it? <laughs> I was waiting. No, 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 you, you wouldn't have gotten it either. And the sad reality is some of us are not getting it today. We're cycling ourselves in these same systems. When we, all we got to do is make the pivot and catch the cross, catch the street called cross. Did you hear what I just said? That's a way out. You can stay in the cycle. You can stay in the cycle and keep passing by Cross Street. Keep passing by Cross Street. Or you can stop and take Cross Street. And Cross Street will get you out the cycle. Now. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Come on. I, I got 11 minutes. I'm going to stick a little bit more in. And I'll, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, watch this now. Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan into the land. Look, he repeats the same thing he said. I am giving them. Verse 3. I promise you, what I promised Moses, whereby you set foot, you will be on the land. Uh oh, read that. I have. So it was theirs 40 years ago. It was theirs. They had the title deed. Come on, say the title deed. And so God gave Israel the title deed in Numbers 13. Even though people were occupying the land, it didn't belong to the Canaanites because Israel had the title deed. Possessing the land would require Israel to fight, but the outcome was already determined by the title deed. You got it? So watch this though. Unbelief kept Israel out of their inheritance because they had more confidence in the squatters. All them ites, those were squatters. They had more confidence in the squatters than in their own title deed. It was theirs. God says, the land I'm giving you. Joshua, he said, I've already given it to you. But they had more confidence in what was occupying the land than the land that God told them was theirs. And so we now have to understand about the finished works. Go to Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3. Going to look at it in the New Living Translation. Come on, say the finished works of Jesus. Now, Hebrews chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, it says, The sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God, and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. Come on, say, he sat down. down. Now, why did Jesus sit down? Good question. Because, listen, his works... Of redemption were finished. His works of getting us back, of redeeming us, it was complete. Come on, say it's complete. it's complete. Now, we need a revelation in the finished works of Christ because faith rests in the finished works of Christ. Faith rests in that complete work of Christ. Say this faith rests faith in, the rest in the complete rest of Christ. Of Christ. Look at Hebrews chapter 4. I want to read a little bit to you. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. We're going to look at verses 1 through uh, 3. Now, let us therefore fear. I'm reading out of the King James Version. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. Wow, isn't that amazing? Now, canaan was in what old testament is the answer king was in what okay test time and and who had the title deeds to canaan israel the children of god come on say the children of god who did canaan belong to good the children of god may have switched up the question, and still the same although other people were in it 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 belonged to the the children of god and 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 it was a rest to them it was a rest to them come on say it was a rest So it belonged to who? And to them it was a? It was a rest. And it was also found in the? That was the first question. Old Testament. Good class. Everybody get an A. Everybody get an A. It was found in the Old Testament. But isn't it amazing that that same rest and that same land that belonged to the children of God, we now find it coming through the cross as a completed work of Christ for us? For us, the now children of God, that we're supposed to be experiencing and having that same rest. Watch this. So the title deed stayed with the children? And the Bible says, let us therefore fear, lest a promise of entering his rest, any of us should seem to come short. Not God being short in having it and giving it, but us being short in getting it. For, now, when I read this, boy, I say, oh my God, Christ, I see you so clearly now. For unto us was the, God. question class, when did we get the gospel? When did we get the, go- okay, according to this, this book right here, when did we get the gospel? Old or New Testament was where the question lies. We got, no, we got the, go- okay, you, I think you've heard my question before. When do we get the... Okay, let me ask it another way. When do you and I see the physical gospel? That's a better way to ask that question. New Testament. New Testament. But watch this now. This scripture is saying that Canaan to them was the gospel being preached to them. It was a type and shadow of the same good news that you and I get. There it is right there in the scripture. For, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as... Wait a minute, how did they get Jesus way back then? I thought he was concealed. He said, yeah, but Canaan was a type and shadow. It was a showing of you of what your life is supposed to look like, the care of a father to you, that he, he is already set up for you to have every need met and every need supplied. He has already set up for you to have every need met and every need. He has already set up for you to have every need met and every need supplied. He has already set up for you to have every need met and every need su- It's finished. He has already set up for you to have every need met and every need supplied. I gotta go because my time gonna run out. So if you're saying God is going to or if you're believing to get, you're not in faith. How can you get what you already have? Like we say stuff like, I'm going to get healed. No, 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 (laughs) no. Let me help you out. Let me help. How can you get what you already have? That's like me saying, I'm going to get me a blue Bible with my name on it. I sure can't wait to get me a blue Bible with Dr. V on it. See how y'all looking at me? Like, like, Pastor, did you look in your hand? Why are you confessing to get something? Mm. Why are you? Now, we're confessing church, but are you confessing right? Are you confessing to get something that you already have, or are you confessing that you already got it? It's the finish work. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Say it's the finish work. Listen, my my squatter, they have more confidence in the squatters. My definition of squatters is a person or seller who unlawfully, uh, with no legal title, occupies a property. That's why the Bible said the kingdom take it by force because Satan is occupying something that he doesn't have the title to anymore. Jesus reclaimed it all back, he redeemed all the power back. See, we keep thinking it's the things, it's not the things. I talked this in Bible college last Monday. It's not the things, it's the power. We keep running out the things. Listen, you don't need to run out the things. You have to run out the power. Come on, say power and not things. Because if you got things and don't have power, you don't have the thing. Because it can be taken from you at any time. But if you have the power, you don't need things because you got power to produce things. So it's always been about power, not about things. But we run after things. The church go after things. We don't go after power. He said, behold, I will give unto you power, not things. Jesus didn't die to get the things. He died to get the power. Woo! Now, now. We need a revelation of the finished works. With. Now, uh, Hebrews chapter four, verse one through three. Let me go back over there. I got two minutes. I'm gonna take all of that. I'm gonna take all of that. I, I'm t- <laughs> yeah, I may go a little past it, but I'm gonna take all of that too. Watch this. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out. Come on, book turn fast. Okay, look what it says. Look what it says. Look what it says. So y'all still here? Yeah. For we which for we, we I'm, I'm sorry, verse two. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with yeah. with faith in them that so so now, let, test time, test time class, test time. I'm taking you back the numbers. I'm taking you back the numbers. I'm taking you back the numbers. They were supposed to have faith in what they heard. Faith in what they heard. Test time, course, test time class, what did they hear? The land was theirs. They heard to go into a land that was theirs, but what did they do? They went and looked at the people in the land. And that's the same thing happened to us, God says, it's yours, you say, I, ain't, nobody in my, ain't nobody in my family ever graduate from school. How I'm going to do that, Lord? I, I don't have no money in my, in my, in my, you start looking at the squatter. You see, you're looking at the, the negative number that's squatting in your checking account. God tell you to do something, you start, you start looking at the, the shyness that's squatting in your soul. God tell you to step out and you start looking at the squatters that are stepping that, that's called no help. But if God told you to do it, what are you waiting on? Do you have more confidence in what he said or more confidence in the squatter? Because if he said it, he'll do it, and if he spoke it, he'll make it good, but he needs your movement so that he can move in you to do it. Come on, say no more squatters. Now, I got some of I want to give y'all. Let me read verse 3. Um, For we which have believed do enter into. Wow. So, all they had to do was believe to enter that rest. As he said, I've sworn to my wife, if they shall enter into my rest. Here it is. Here it is. Although the works were finished when? From the fountain. See, see, faith has us operating from a finished work. It's finished, faith. It's finished, Leonard. It's a finished work. It's not a putting together thing that God, it's not a God is getting ready. It's a finished work. Remember I opened up talking about language? So our God is getting ready and God is about to, and I'm about to be blessed. It's messing us up. That's not faith. That's hope. Okay, here it is. Let me go. So, so, so we got to put what, what God has done in proper perspective. There's a difference between promise and a spiritual reality. Here we go. I got to give you this. Here's a promise. A promise is a declaration that one will or will not do a certain thing in the future. So a promise is always in the future. Come on, say in the future. In other words, Luke 6:38 says give and it. That's in the future good measure, press down, shaking together, running over. That's a promise, right? The activation of that promise happens when you get, or what pulls that future into your now is when you you give. Now you've activated that promise, right? But if there's no activation, the promise just sits out in the future. It's not that God, it ain't showing up because God lied, no, 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 no. It takes an activation so that the promise that's in the future, The the activation tells that that is future, come now. You see that? It tells it to come now. You got it? All right. A spiritual reality, though, is the past tense. It's, It's the action has already taken place. Spiritual reality is past tense. It says the action is already taking place, not going to take place in the future, but it is already taking place. Can I have a few more minutes? Listen to me. Here it is. The redemptive language. Everybody look at me. I know many of you have been with me for a while and you've heard this. But I want you to play like you hadn't heard it before because you got to get this. The redemptive language. The redemptive language because you've been redeemed. You've been brought back. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are a son and a daughter of God. God. Christ has redeemed you from that kingdom, right? So the redemptive language of the New Testament... Is predominantly written in past tense. The redemptive, like New Testament don't say God is going to. The, per, the redemptive language of the New Testament, here's where the church is missing it, the redemptive language of the New Testament is past tense. Now listen at this, believers are coming up short because they're putting the New Testament in the wrong tense. Watch this, we are New Testament with Old Testament practices. Because we don't understand and respect tense. Oh, I gotta finish this with y'all. Y'all just hold on. We we it's 10 o'clock, what I'm gonna give you some examples. Give you some examples. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. The Bible says, hear the scripture. Please. What's the what's the redemptive language of the New Testament? Past tense. Past tense. Come on, all the class. What's the redemptive language of the New Testament? So when I read the New Testament, which is what we're under, we're under this dispensation of grace, how should I hear it? Past tense, say already done. done. Say finished. Finished. So the redemptive language of the New Testament is past tense, already done, finished. So when I'm in faith, I'm in faith for something that's already already done, already finished. It's not God is going to. It's already done. It's already finished. You got to get this. You got against this. I got scripture proof. 2 Corinthians chapter 13 says, Out of them out the mouth of two or more witnesses, let every word be established. I got more than one witness. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible says, He hath blessed us. Hath blessed us. What do you mean you're believing for blessing? He hath blessed us. You're in the wrong position with your faith. He hath blessed us. Hath is what? Hath. Hath is the past tense of has. So he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So I need faith, I, the reason I need faith is because faith goes into the unseen realm and pulls out of the unseen realm what has already been done. Are you listening to me? Colossians chapter one, verse three, the Bible says he hath delivered us. But that's gonna knock a whole bunch of our deliverance services in the butt. Cause we're believing that people will get delivered. Well, the New Testament language says they hath. Lord, deliver me, huh? He has, see, we're trying to get God to do something He's already done. Come on up in here. We're trying to use our faith to get God to do something that He's already done. And it's not working. You can't get Him to do over again. You would have to crucify Him afresh. So are we living out the cross or asking God to do the cross again? Do we need another sacrifice, or was the first sacrifice the last and final one that was needed? Well, it, it is, but we don't. Act, our faith proves that it's not. Do you believe that Jesus was enough? Yeah, we say it. <laughs> we say it. We we won't say it. our immediate answer is always going to be yes, but our faith proves if it is. 1 uh, Peter chapter two verse twenty-four. The Bible says, by his stripes you were, were, were. I'm believing God for my healing. I'm believing God for my healing. You were. You what? You believe in God for your healing. You were. You were healed. What do you mean you believe in God for your healing? The scripture says the thief coming to steal. So if you're being challenged with sickness, he's trying to steal your healing. Oh, God, you got, you already got healing. You got to resist it. No, no, no. Okay, God, I heard that report, but I resist that. I am healed. I am healed. It's the right language. Oh, Lord, will you heal me? You're trying to get him to do something. He's already, your faith is in. Most of the time, with all due respect, those people die. Because they're believing to get something that they already have. I got to close. I'm over my time. We'll pick it up next week. A story is told of a man who was a famous art dealer. He had almost every expensive painting in his collection except one. He gave his servant uh, $2 million and told him, I am missing this painting, and I want it in my collection. Will you please go find it for me? Here's $2 million. Take as long as you need. Scour the entire earth, but I want it. It took the man two years. The man finally comes back after after having spent all the $2 million and needing more. He gets back and he gives a report to the arts collector. He said, hey, I found the painting. And the the art dealer, man, he's excited like, wow, finally, man, oh, my God, I got the last painting to add to my collection. He said, please tell me, where was it? He says, it was with all your other collections. So he spent time. And money for what he already had. Let me say it another way, he wasted time and money looking and believing for what he already had because it was in the collection of his the whole time. What's in the collection of the believer? And we wasting time, we wasting money, we wasting emotional energy, we burning out, we wanting to quit God. God ain't showing up when we need him to show up. But what if everything you're believing for is already in the collection? You just hadn't looked to find out where it's at. Cause it could be upstairs in Corinthians or it may be downstairs in Peter. Or it may be in the basement in Kings. But if I don't look to find out where it's at in the house, Already our daddy has already taken care of us. We coming in here with all these burdens about stuff, and God I need God is like, I've taken care of that. You need to learn of me. You don't know me. You call me, you've given me a title and a name, and you call me that, but I don't want you calling me that. I want you to know me. I want you to know me as a daddy. I want you to know me as a father. And isn't it amazing, in the natural, we understand what a father is supposed to do. We understand that before I take that man as my husband, what he's already supposed to be able to provide. But we don't look at our God the same way. That man should be able to provide for you shelter. Come on. That man should be able to, he should, not not getting ready to, he should be able to provide for you protection. He's supposed to take you either equal to or step up from your daddy. But we don't look at God the same way. We have more respect for the squatting natural father because we don't know him. We don't know him. We don't know him. And we got so much of this old stuff in us. And and we like, we like getting candy. We love candy. We like candy prophets. We like candid preaching. We just like candy. We don't, and candy don't keep you healthy. It sound good. It makes you feel good for the moment, but when it comes to really needing some energy, once that candy energy burn off, you are blessed of the Lord. My God from heaven. Did you hear what I just said? The Bible says you are blessed of the Lord who made heaven and earth. You are, come on, pat yourself there. I am blessed. You are blessed ahead of the money. You are healed ahead of needing healing. You have peace of mind before you need the peace in your mind. And anytime Satan come to you, anytime disturbance hits you in this area, you're not Fighting to get healed. You're fighting to hold on to your healing. Because the thief comes to steal. Kill. And destroy. So if he's coming to steal. there's something there. If he's coming to kill. That's life there. And if he's coming to destroy. You got something. You can't kill a dead thing. So you're not dead. You can't steal from an empty house. That's vandalism. And you can't destroy something. That's not built up. So he sees you better than you see yourself. He understands where you are respectfully better than we understand where we are. Because we hear that scripture and we don't even understand the depthness of it. That man, this dude coming to steal from me, Hold, let me pump brakes and realize what I really got. Because I've been measuring myself by my checking account and by my degree and my pedigrees and how many people I know and how many likes I get on Facebook and how many people follow me on Instagram. But Satan is looking at a whole nother me that I haven't even looked at yet. I must be a big dog somewhere because he wouldn't be messing with me. Listen, Satan don't mess with losers. If you're already in fifth place in the race, it don't make no it, it don't make no sense for me to try to outrun you. Why would I want to stay running beside you? You in fifth place. I want first place. So if I want first place, I gotta set my goal on the person that's so if Satan is attacking you, you got to realize I must be first place in this thing. Because second place don't bid him no victory. Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to get you to understand who you are. Yeah. That is stuff showing up in your home. You got to open up. I must be somebody, man. Because ain't, ain't why, why fight a loser already? So I must be winning somewhere else so He wouldn't be messing with me like this. Now, I can preach it. But the reality of it starts with you knowing it for yourself. I can tell it to you, I'm blue in the face, but do you understand who you are? Because the moment your eyes come open to that reality, it changes your entire approach to life. You walk in dominion power, you walk in authority, you walk in faith knowing that it's going to happen. Because God has already done it. And my faith is simply manifesting the already. You need to write that down, that my faith is simply manifesting the already. That's all it's doing. It's manifesting what God has already, already proven out, what God has already accomplished in my life. I ain't trying to get nothing going. I'm manifesting what God has already done. Let me pray over you. Father, thank you. Thank you for your people. Thank you for your word. Open the eyes of our understanding. Renew our minds and hearts to your word the right way. You get the glory for it, God. You get the honor. You get the praise. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it, God. We honor you, Lord. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast.